At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? How we doing? Hope you all had a great weekend. Spencer Israel here. Pre-market prep is starting. We're all in a good mood. It's a short week. It's a holiday week. What's not to like about that? Only three shows this week. Let's get this show started. Oh, we got the whole gang here. Spencer, Joel, Dennis, what's up, guys? How you doing? How is how you doing in the chat, everyone? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Do us a solid before we really get this show started. Just hit that like button. I'd appreciate that. We got a lot going on today. We got Tim Quast on the show at 835. I'm calling today Merger Monday. We got a couple of deals. One official, one not official we want to discuss. Uh, got a couple, a bunch of just random news, like random stocks, like like Astra, right? ASTR, like Bluebird Bio, right? Vonage, just like random stocks moving this morning so we'll talk about that uh but let's start with joel let's bring on joel's charts and uh actually before we do the charts joel maybe uh, how was your weekend we should start, start there oh my weekend was excellent and uh, saturday know. night was excellent i had a, I had a special guest over for dinner with my two oh. girls yeah tell us all about that you, you tell them spencer you tell them what i cooked up for I, you I, I will say uh joel I, joel cooked me like the best meal that i've had in, in quite some time uh Surf and turf. We had steak. We had crab legs. Holy, yeah. Why didn't I get the invite? Go went all out. <laughs> I would have. I would have flown to Detroit for this meal. It was a real. I was. I was. I was very impressed, Joel. You did you're, very good. And then you're forgetting about my own uh, garlic lemon butter sauce the garlic, the garlic that I made. I found a recipe online that after a while coagulated, but but yes, it, it, it <laughs> yeah, was good. It was, it was good in the moment. A little, um, little too much garlic. Yeah, no, no, no. It it was great. I I, I bragged about it to to, to Ari. I mean, it, it was a, it was a great meal. So so some potatoes, some oven roasted good. potatoes, and Caesar salad. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Jonas, shrimp, shrimp Jonas, appetizer. Jonas is right, Joel. You can feed the whole chat next time. We'll have to do that. I've known you for almost thirty years. You've never made me a meal like that, Joel. <laughs> I'm so jealous right now. I'm actually like, so mad at you right now. I'm so jealous. Well, uh, right. wait, wait, wait a minute. I hear, I hear you guys are going to see each other next week. It's possible. So possible. we don't know anything yet. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just, Lisa Rumor says, has it. Lisa says, "Well, what if you go over there for lunch and you can't get back?" She's worried about Joel crossing the border. Yeah, lockdown happens right at the moment Joel goes out for lunch. We're all in a mass lockdown. You're camping now, out in Canada. It's okay, Joel. You're half Canadian. They let you in. They let they you let stay. Me in. Yeah, uh, just let you in. before we get to the to the markets, just what, a comment on the video, the new video. Um, I like it. It Short. it kind of seems like a murder, like a murder mystery. Like you know, what? like <laughs> you're no, no, like like the 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 music in the background, like me, and I'm looking around, and then like Dennis, and you you know, it's like it's like. I feel like Maddox or, uh, you know, Columbo or something like that. I, I don't I, know. I like it. We'll see what the t- people are. Uh, people are too uh, too young to know who uh, McLeod and Maddox and all those guys. Rockford Files. Those were good shows. Anyways, uh, we're green. Oh, yeah, we're the green. Greatest American hero. Twelve uh, and a quarter handles. 
Uh, we were chopping near the end of the close, you know, the close on Friday, but we caught a bid right away. Tried to buy the closing price in ninety four fifty. Uh, nothing done. The lows ninety five and a quarter. Uh, no shorts out there yet. Uh, crude down twenty nine or thirty cents. It's seventy five sixty five. So crude under sixty six now. Uh, gold down eleven forty at eighteen forty twenty. Silver and the red just by a couple pennies twenty four seventy six. Bitcoin, uh, I guess I got to go to that Bitcoin city they're building in uh, what, El Salvador? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The down $625 and $57,275. And Ethereum's going the same way. That's down $94.25. Ethereum's oh. killing me, man. Yeah? Yeah. I wanted that Hold thing uh, 10000 Is Is this the row? Is it, it going to get to 10000 Yes, it's called the post. I thought about selling half when it doubled, but now it's pulled back. I haven't doubled my money anymore. I should have sold half. Don't sell before Thanksgiving, Dennis. Oh, yeah. Everybody talks about it over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you get the Thanksgiving pop. Yeah. Let's talk Thanksgiving trade. We got a Thanksgiving trade? You know, Gosh. you think about it. We're too early. We're two, day, we're two days too early. Too early. We're too late. Inflation. Are we too late on it? We're Retailers? Yeah. Yeah. Retailers. Uh, I tell you, man. Look at the movement in the retailers, though. That Kohl's, that huge pop on earnings, one day. They just talk a little bit of COVID, and they pull the rug out from all that stuff. It fell like 10% on Friday just because we're worried about COVID again. I mean, and obviously, this is the headline that's going to be talked about. Again, COVID getting the mainstream with Germany, but it's it's come over into our markets, and it's now going into – uh, the a little bit of a, the worry about the reopening stocks, and that's what we saw on Friday. Like Kohl's pulled the rug right out from under that, and he thought Macy's as well. Thoughts, concerns, big moves, silence. I mean, huge moves. I mean, if you don't, you know, if you don't get follow through, I mean, Macy's. All right, thirty-eight. I don't even know if there's anything on the monthlies at thirty-eight. Let's see if there is. I'm really going to be kicking myself. Uh, let's go to the data window and that high, oh, 38.35 back in November of 2018. You just imagine if you don't get follow through on that, that after that crazy day, then people, why not trim profits? I mean, nothing, uh, I, you know, COVID or whatever. I just, you didn't follow through through 38. You found some profit takers and I saw Kohl's too. And same thing. 62, that was even big in the pre-market on Thursday. Or, yeah, Thursday. And then it couldn't hold up on Friday. So, yeah, uh, nice moves up. It's a lot easier to sell when things are going up. So this pop, now these pops in Kohl's and Macy's, I think they're going to be met with sellers. I wouldn't be buying this. I I think that blocked off and all these things. So what's that mean? It's like everybody had to get in. It's like, I cannot miss the boat on Macy's anymore. This thing has went from 16 to 35. This isn't a tech stock. This isn't like some growth. This is Macy's. So you're right, Spencer. I guess we have missed, you know, the the trade on Macy's. And I don't know if I'm coming into it now. We'll see. Sometimes you do get the turkey pop on Wednesday afternoon. It's sometimes decent to own them into Friday, obviously, depending on how the Black Friday sales go. So retailers typically do well this week, but we already did well. So tough to be coming in here. We'll see later in the week, but I don't know. I'm concerned here on the retailers. I'm concerned on a lot of stocks. This is the tale of two markets, which is what you were talking about in the pre-market show, Spencer, and what we've been talking about. You've got some stocks that were relentlessly bid, Apple making new all-time highs on Friday. And then you have other stocks that are just relentlessly sold. So, I mean, it is the tale of two markets. I mean, Kathy, if we want to go to the Kathy indicator, which is growth tech, that has not performed well in the last couple of weeks either. Every time you think Kathy's got some life coming back, they pull the rug out from under her stocks and they start to go down again. I know Mitch was talking in the background. He thinks he wants to invest in Sark, which is the short Kathy fund. But, I mean, there is, you know, even in pockets of tech, we're seeing a lot of weakness here now. So it's definitely the big guns that are keeping the market up. We know Google made new all-time high, I believe, on Friday. Apple, new all-time high on Friday. Amazon has been rolling back sneakily and is approaching a new all-time high. Uh, Facebook's still off its highs. We're just going through the big, the big guns there. And then Microsoft, which is just relentless, made a new all-time high as well, making a new all-time high here this morning. But it's flight to safety on these big names. And there's a lot of stocks that just aren't safe right now. 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about this market. Here, it's a tough market. Here, here, and we did talk about this on Friday, but here's a stat actually from FactSet. Okay, uh, I mentioned on Friday, I think it was Friday, maybe even Thursday, about the number of stocks trading above their 50-day moving average. Uh, 75% of stocks in the S&P 500 are above their 50-day moving average. That's on the one hand. Yeah, so we're on still the, doing pretty good on, on the other hand. On the other hand, here's a graphic this morning uh, that I saw from Wedbush. Uh, you, you, you maybe can't see, so I'll read you some names on oh, this. Oh, that's list. awesome. No, we can see it. That's really Zoom, good. Zoom, all names that we know PayPal, yeah. Twitter, Snapchat, Wits, Palantir, DraftKings, Roku, Zoom, Baba, Robin. Welcome to Kathy's portfolio. Yeah, I mean, it, Zillow, it's brutal if you're in this in these names. Brutal, brutal, brutal. This is the growthy tech stuff, a lot of it, but some yeah. of those are obviously stay at home or uh, stay at home stocks too, which have been hammered as well. I don't. I own a couple of stocks too, so I shouldn't just make fun of Kathy. I got the Penn Gaming. That one's been absolutely terrible. I think that might be the only one I got on the list. I'm going through them right now. I think I have Penn Gaming. Yeah, I don't think I, mean, I have anything I, else on that I, list. I don't even know what I've got because I've got. I had Alibaba for the longest time. Yeah. And I finally ate that, and I actually almost scratched it. Obviously, but I mean, this is the market where the weak get weaker, the strong get stronger. And if you're just kind of hanging out in the middle, I guess you're buying dips and selling rips on those stocks. But that's an ugly graphic. I mean, you think about PayPal, how loved it was even go back to a month and a half ago. And then they just started talking about an acquisition. This stock broke down again on Friday, taking out the 200 key support, 193. You know, I sold my MasterCard, or at least I hedged it all wow. with a conversion, um, which is something I've had in my portfolio for almost 20 years. So I do believe in some of the disruptive technology hitting the MasterCards and the Visas. PayPal, I'm not sure it's going to hit as much, but it, it, obviously the market thinks so. I mean, at a certain point in time, you say, is it is it overdone? But then you look at valuations on some of these stocks and you're like, I don't know. What about Teladoc? You know, you can talk about that one too. It's given back the entire pandemic run almost. So here you had a stock that obviously was kickstarted by the pandemic. It was about $75 at the start. Actually, if you go to the start of the pandemic, yeah, it was even higher than that. It was actually around $100, and it's kind of come full circuit now. $308 the high, right back to $117. I mean, there is some carnage amongst this new all-time high market. What about uh, Chegg? I mean, that too. Yeah, that's yeah, just, oh down 76% this year. Yeah, it goes down every day. It's one of those. Like we keep talking about, you don't want to be caught in these stocks that are just death by a thousand cuts. The bleed out stocks. And it's when the company disappoints or says something bad, and you get the, the gap down on the stock trading. I'm just going to give the lesson again because this is the market that we are in. It's very important to understand. Stock is trending down, it gaps down into the trend. They don't typically come back in this market right now. They continue to bleed out. And with so many examples of that, and you know, I catch myself too, and you think, oh, wow, this stock is cheap. If the stock's trending up and it gets a gap down, and it's still kind of holding an overall above the moving averages, those dips are getting bought. But the dips are not getting bought on the stocks that are trending down to. Like this Chegg, think about that. $60, like boom, oh, it's $38, so cheap, 31 30 Now you're down to 26 I mean, Penn Gaming, obviously, same story. We gave all these stocks before. Disney's been the same Yeah, story. Disney is the one. Disney, you guys are- It goes like, down every you, day. You guys are licking your chops at 160, and I said, hold out for 150. I mean, I mean you just keep looking at all these names, Joel. They go down. It seems seemingly like there's this, the same names we're looking at, weakness in them every day. Stocks making new 52 week lows, you absolutely in this market have to go. Don't think about buying the dips on those ones. At least that's my opinion because the weak get weaker, the strong seem to continue to get stronger. But amongst, you know, you see a market at all time highs and you think everybody is making money. It nope. depends on the type of stocks. I mean, Kathy Wood, you're saying, you know, a lot of people think she's one of the best money managers in the world. I mean, she is still down 30% from her highs back in February. It's been a rough run here. So, and I don't, it doesn't look healthier stock either. And all of her underlying companies that she owns, you know, are still like crazy, crazy valuations. I know she loaded up on Teladoc on the dip again on Friday because um, that's what she does. Nobody buys the dip more than Kathy Wood. But those stocks that are dipping, that are in downtrends, they keep dipping, it seems like. Hey, um, uh, Politico just reported that the White House will announce whether they will nominate Jerome Powell for a second term today. Well, how well, do you think we respond to this? Like, okay, let's say he's out. What does the market do? Because <laughs> well, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I would naturally think the market would sell off on that because there has been no Federal Reserve chairman more accommodating to the market 
maybe in the history of markets than Jerome Powell. Think about even back to Greenspan, who was very accommodating. But he even came out with irrational exuberance. You know, he would talk the market down when it just got crazy. Powell does not do that. And Powell talks it back up. And Powell is, you know, obviously still got the printing press going, despite inflation being as high as it's been in 30 years. I mean, this, this, this Federal Reserve chairman has been very accommodating in the stock market. So is the next Federal Reserve chairman going to be this accommodating? I don't think so. I don't think they can. They're going to be candid a market that is basically, you know, at all-time highs, but with inflation, basically not not completely out of control, but not in control at all, not in check at all. Like, they're 2% mandate, throw it out the window. You know, their stats, which, you know, are are fudged anyways, is running at over 6%. Don't dare look at housing, you know, which is up 30 35% year-over-year in a lot of areas. So, I mean, I I, I just think, I'm looking at it, and if we actually do get rid of Jerome Powell, what does that mean? Does that, or does the I, I Fed just know. continue to print money and the next Federal Reserve Chairman just does the exact same thing? I, but maybe, and you know, who just put this in there uh, in, in the chat? Uh, yeah, uh, RFCCW949, right? Like maybe you just use Powell, make Powell your scapegoat, right? Get him out of there. And, and, and maybe the market, yeah. and maybe the market does the same, right? This is all Powell's fault. Get him out, get someone else in. And things would magically be better. I don't I'm know. Not necessarily, well, it's I, even his fault. I mean, the rich have really I, enjoyed I'm, this environment. I'm just hypothesizing. But, I obviously don't know. But, yeah. But yeah, you forget about helicopter Ben. You know, he but did, did, uh, yeah. But I still feel like Powell has even. Oh, I agree. Even more agree. than helicopter Ben. Like you got yeah. Pump and Powell, helicopter Ben. We had Auntie Jeanette who was helping, obviously, but Auntie Jeanette was n- not nearly, I don't believe, as accommodating as well, she it's did. A, get... a different, different environment, yeah. Oh, right? environment. Yeah, I mean, the pandemic. I mean, as far as this, like, coming out, what, what come out today, like, uh, what's political uh, broke something that was relevant? No, a- no. Ever? We're not going to no, be mean no, to political. Joel, they Joel, do Joel, research. Joel. They do some it, good po- stuff. Politico is, like, as like in the DC bubble as it gets. And this is a DC headline. This is a white house headline, right? It's yeah. a white house. Headline. I don't know. So I, I, I mean, can I, I short it? Can I short? They they said today, that's what they just reported this morning. Like, yeah, I, they just wanted to knock the spoos down from the mid range. That's exactly what they did. They got short a bunch of spoos and now oh, yeah. they couldn't hold mid range and like, okay, it's a good time to put this out now. Okay, that's yep, that's definitely it. All right, uh, here, do you want to talk some individual stocks? We had a couple. That's what we do here. Bunch of random news, random movers this morning. Uh, let's just start with this deal that came out of nowhere. Uh, Vonage VG is getting acquired this morning from uh, by Ericsson. Uh, $6.2 billion deal. It's 21 bucks a share is what they're paying for VG. So VG is trading higher off that headline. I had a Vonage phone. That was the uh, first um, pre-market prep phone was a Vonage phone. It was pretty good. I, I, I got rid of it. it. They're cheap. They're good. I, I, it looks like they're pretty confident this deal's going through, right? You hit 21, and now you're hanging 2062. Honestly, I forgot Vonage was still around. Vonage and Nokia and BlackBerry and Ericsson, for that matter, are like the the phone companies of, of yore, right? Uh, of, of of yesterday. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, how is Ericsson doing? E-R-I-C. Yeah, it's not much. Look at that thing. That's not a good stock. Well, it's been around for a while. It's yeah. not moving much. I mean, ADS, it's not a big deal. I mean, seems 30, like a nothing burger this yeah, deal. Yeah. All right. Fair nothing enough. Uh, another... I've got a, a special guest here because I'm solo parenting right now because, believe it or not, we're in a blizzard. So it's a snow day. Second thing is my kid's gone to the dentist. So I actually am solo parenting. So You got a drawn, snow day? She drew this for the show. She just drew this outside the room. So she says it's Christmas time, and the four-year-old just drew that for you guys. Hey, everyone watching, do not screenshot that and make it into an NFT. Okay? That's that's, (laughs) no NFT. Do not NFT that. Okay. Go do some more drawing. So I'm trying to do the live radio show, and I'm solo parenting. So she might be coming in and out. Toast. Oh, thank you. Toast. Toast. I already made her toast. She's good. She's good to go. Okay, she wants toast. Cool. She got toast. All right. All right. So that was the one deal that that was confirmed. The other deal that is not confirmed, um, it was a report from Bloomberg that apparently Constellation Brands and a Monster Beverage are 
maybe, maybe not having conversations. Who can really say? Um, is basically what the report said. Uh, no, no details, no numbers, but speculation. Obviously, they have a not moving. They have an invest. Uh, they have an IB source probably uh, telling them something. But uh, yeah, so it's who's not moving. supposed to be buying? Who here? Constellation would be the one to buy Monster. Nobody um, seems too interested in Monster here, though, which is interesting. So you usually get a rumor like this, and you're going to see a stock pop up. But all right. not in this case. And this is a nothing burger here, too. All these deals. Look, it's all nothing burgers. Yeah, I, I, that's that's what the day is. You, you know, it's, it's a not, nothing burger type of day. You no, know, it's no Constellation oh. Brands is moving. Um, actually, and Joel, Joel brought this up before. Look at that daily chart on STZ. Look at it's that. Marching. Yeah. Marching. So maybe it's STZ that's getting acquired here. Who's got the bigger market cap? I think it would be STZ. I would think it'd be STZ too, but I mean, STZ is up on this and Monster is not. That's why. Maybe it's like a merger of equals or something. Maybe. Going on. I didn't wow. read the headline at all on this one. So, um, this is... yeah, go ahead. STZ, just... bro. Go ahead, Joel. Just back Nero. I mean, you got seven. I don't know what that actually is going on, but like this. Two, just a bunch of monthly highs. We're awful close to it. 43, 44, 44, 45, 42, 47. The stock right back up near all time highs. I don't know if the deal, that's, I would assume it's them taking out Monster. But, They're actually, uh, their market caps are close. Monster's 47 billion and Constellation. Really? I didn't know Monster's worth that much. Isn't that crazy? Monster's worth 47 billion. And then you got ST Zebra's worth 44. So this could be like a merger of equals. I did not know that Monster Beverage had a $47 billion market cap. Doesn't well, that seem insane? For a while there, that stock was like the best performing stock like in the market. I guess. Yeah. And I guess they've got you know a huge, like you know, think about it, they're, they're everywhere now. But I did not realize it was a $47 billion company. It's impressive. A couple people in the chat commenting that Coke has a large stake in Monster. So they can't just... Um, it's, it's, not, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Who drinks but, that Monster? Do you drink that, Spencer? Uh, probably not for 14 years. Um, no, I know I haven't. Um, so I don't know. Teenagers, college kids. I have no idea. Um, big mover of the day is ASTR Astra space trading higher after they completed their first commercial orbital launch for who? For the U S space force. Yeah. Did you forget about that? It's still a thing. Anyway, I forgot about it. I always forget about it. ASTR. Um, got a pop this morning and now trading off those highs, but that's your big, that is your big pre-market mover of the day. Was this scheduled or was this kind of like a surprise? I'm not going to pretend to know the answer to that question. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the reason, because it, uh, like you see the 4am pop and, yeah. uh, and then that was it lights out, got over 15. That's not a new all time high, but, uh, Pretty much a fade. Sell the rip stock. The, uh, for, I sell yeah. the rip headline here. Yeah, for, yeah. I don't even. I don't think we're gonna get back over fourteen during the reg- nope, regular I don't session. Think so either. We're, we're leaking. Really? We're leaking. Okay. I mean, I mean, I think me and Joel have our bear shoes on here today. I don't know. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Five minute bar boom. There are all these stocks you're bringing up. I'm like, nah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, Give me another one. Uh, well, you're not gonna like. You're this doing one. bad job, stocks today. Sir. You're not gonna like this one either. I'm afraid, Neo. Uh, <laughs> I had it for a while. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was trying to swing trade it. I thought uh, I might get a lift with the other VVs, and uh, I didn't. And then I realized it's too much. <laughs> they don't lift the China ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, Neo said that they expect to take uh, start taking bookings for their new their new car in January. So it was it is trading higher actually off that? It still is trading. Higher. Yeah, it's up a buck sixty. Problem here is you just you didn't move when the EV run happened. Like we had the huge EV move, we know, and Lucid and Fisker, and obviously Rivian was a catalyst for all that running, 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 and it just kind of didn't didn't move that whole time. And if your stock's not going up, it's an EV company when all the EVs are running, you're in the wrong EV stock. So now we get a headline, a pop, but I think it's probably just coming in back into a congestion area, and I think that headlines met with more sellers here. So unfortunately, this may be not the EV play here. I I I, I think I'd be selling the pop. It's you know we talk about like the accordion chart and up and down up. I mean it's just, yeah kind of yeah nowhere. it's kind of it is. I mean if you want to make the super 
bear case, a bull case scenario. Uh, you did make a low at that 3340, 3334 area. Found support there a couple months in a row. You got the pop with everything. You came back. I mean, 30, the levels it got to yesterday or Friday, 39.5.40, got a low in that area. That's not a, you know, that's a lower risk trade. I don't know how, you know, how much I'd give it because be, nothing between 38 and 36. But if you felt you missed a move, you got a retracement, you got an area to lean on in that one. I just, with these, I just, you know, what they announced a new car, right? Is that what they did? Yeah. Well, they announced that they're going to start accepting pre orders for that car. Pre orders for that car. And yeah. what about the other car? Are they making the other car? Have they sold any of the other yeah, cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neo is the leading EV seller, I believe, in China. I mean, more than more than the other two, I think. They sell some cars. They okay. sell. I, I like, mean, like a million? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Not even close. Um, and then while but Rivian sells 170 cars and it's worth like twice as much as GM, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Rivian was. Rivian we got some Rivian news. Well, yeah, we got the news on Friday that. The, What's the that, news here today? It's down seven bucks. Well, they had. There's no news today. There was news on Friday that they had a joint venture with Ford that is now that's off the table. So, um, wow, Rivian. Remember, Ford has a stake in the, in, in Rivian. It's um, tough because those those two candles, Thursday Friday candles, are pretty close to each other. So I'm going to go with Thursday's low, one twenty fifteen. What does it do there? If it if it can hold there and bounce, then you got the potential for like a little W three day double bottom there. If it takes out one twenty, Katie bar the door. There's nothing till hundred bucks. So literally, this one twenty level is super duper important. Yeah, one low at that area. <sighs> Boy, oh boy. I could I, bounce there. Like, you, you could take a shot. Be. If you want to do 120, 110 in the pre market, you risk yourself, give yourself like 119.50 so they don't just hit your stop and get out of 119. Maybe give yourself a couple bucks. It's a wild child. But I think the 120 level is critical. If it really starts to take out 120 even, the thing could actually go back down to $100. Don't kid yourself. So just be careful. I don't wouldn't want to own it below 120. If this ever gets back above 136, I'll consider it on the long side. That's the problem. Is now you're kind of caught people. And now all of a sudden, I know it's only been eight days of trading, but now you're starting to create bag holders here. Small bag holders, obviously, $179. But people are like, oh, man, I bought that too high. I'm just giving my money back. So there's already people in this that are now hoping to get their money back. And remember, when you eventually, if you do take out the lows, then you got everybody bag holding. So only seven days. There's not a lot of information. Stock's still going to be wild, can go anywhere. I just say it needs to hold 120, and I'm skeptical it's going to do that. In Ford, I mean, uh, you know, they they got stock in this. You know they're going to dump in that as soon as they can. I don't know when the lockup uh, is. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but uh, – let me give you the exact number, 179.47 and then minus 95.20. Yeah, I just want to do it. These lines always – uh, it's actually 137, 137. But anyways, yeah. 136. Well, that's your resistance point now. Oh, so if you get a pop-up there, baby, palms out if and when you ever do Palms that. are going to be out on this. I think the story has cooled off substantially here. Valuation is absolutely insane. So you need a hot story. Again, I'm going to say when the story is hot, stock price can go anywhere. The story is starting to cool off. That's a problem. Now, it might not. It might get hot again. But right now, it's cooling off substantially, and the valuation is nuts. So you have no value investor that's going to support this. So it's a matter of the story getting hot again. So 120, critical support. Don't break 120. Actually, I like it short through 120 if it was to take out and get out like 119. I think you've got to move potentially quickly down to the you know low hundreds and this so, also would so that's a better actually from the short side through that low of thursday's low and but also it's down eight bucks today so maybe about also the smart people that like oh i bought this on thursday i i got it good right and i'm not getting out i'm not getting out until it goes to 150 160 well now now concerned. now now they're 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 breaking even they're, yeah. they're losing money down seven bucks. So, not big out. number. I'm not. We got a number. A number is we'll a number. The 120. It's a big number. That's it. All right, and then we should probably just talk about Tesla here. Uh, Elon did tweet over the weekend uh, that the Model S Plaid, uh, I guess, is probably going to make it to China in March. Is what he said. He was asked about that on Twitter and said probably around March is what he says when they're going to start 
selling cars, uh, selling the Model S plaids over there. Um, interestingly enough, I did see there was also like an outage on into, on Tesla's network on like Saturday. Um, because he he also someone tweeted at him and he just responded to it and he was like, "Yeah, we're looking into it." Um, but I guess there was like a a, a connectivity issue between the app and and the Model Three in someone in South Korea tweet at him. Um, I don't know, man. Th- that kind of stuff scares me because even if it's good 99.5% of the time, that's not good enough. You know you know what I mean? Because you need your car to start to, to function when you need it to function, when you're using it. Um, I don't know, man. Connected cars, outages, that kind of stuff scares me. But anyway. It's been a nice bounce for Tesla. You've had a five-day bounce back from the Musk selling spree. Uh, 978, you've rallied almost 200 points in five days. Skin to a point now where you start getting up near 1,200. There's resistance all over the place there. So now it's hard to come in here now. Um, I'd be a seller here at this point uh, just because I think you have room maybe to 1,200. But at that point, there's going to be some sellers there because that's where you were toppy before. So there's major resistance coming up. So if you were lucky enough to buy this in the last three or four days and you're sitting up 10 15% in a matter of a week, I would ring the register. It did exactly what it's supposed to do. It uh, it had Kinda. the big break, and then it would, you know, and then it hovered around to fifty percent, which was right around eleven ten, and it held it. I was talking to somebody about this on pre market prep uh, plus. If it holds eleven ten, then where the heck, you know, then it's getting back half of the move. It's going to keep on going. I got one number for you, one number only. And uh, that you got a daily high here to contend with. So eleven seventy four fifty. You haven't hit it yet. Uh, traded over eleven seventy. So that's the number. Ooh, well, it's actually I said one number. I said eleven seventy four. Oh, that's ten seventy eight. Wow, that moves up eleven seventy four fifty. That's a four star Tesla today resistance. Can we do an early ticker time? We got a few chat, interesting ones in the chat. Oh, Upstart. Wait, wait, can we can we just do Zoom first? Yeah, just, go ahead. Just, earnings just, tonight. Yeah, earnings tonight. I didn't realize it until Friday, but yes, they do report their Q3 earnings tonight. Talk about speaking of stocks in the downtrend, right? I mean, that's what that's Zoom is the poster child for that. Yeah, unfortunately, but um, hey, uh, kind of one of the last big names to report that for the cycle. So I'm, I don't know if you have thoughts here, either of you. <laughs> Hated it for a long time. I don't think I'm getting off the hate bandwagon here. You know, could it pop? The expectations low. They are. They're low for Zoom. They, you know, the stock's sitting near the lows going to the report. Do they come under those low expectations? I don't know. So I think you could. it's possible you could see a relief pop on it, but the relief pop will be met with sellers. And if they disappoint for whatever reason, the stock could be a $200 stock. So I think that they could be okay and maybe gets a little bit of a relief pop, but I'd be a seller of that, and I would not be a buyer of the dip here. So it's tough to be long a stock like this into the report. I, I'm scared of it. I don't think the actual numbers are going to be anything. You know, whatever they are, beat, miss, or whatever. What this if company they miss, they're going to hammer it. Well, the miss are going to hammer it. But the only thing that – not the only thing. This is just pure conjecture and speculation. It's like they got to announce something. Like, they're doing something else. Something I mean, the different. Zoom is great. I mean, weren't they supposed to, like, replace phones or something? Or, um, you know, like, they had their run. They had their Zoom. They have the, you know, market. They need something, something else. And I don't know if they have anything else. It's a great platform. It's even easy for me to use. So that's what I, I, that's what I think would turn it. If not... You know, the low of the move, 245.16. I mean, you're only seven bucks away from that. Uh, your next monthly low doesn't come into 230. And then if you want to start talking about resist, I mean, who knows how much they're going to pop this. Uh, I'll just go to the high from last week is potential resistance, 268.88. I wonder what the, I don't have my platform on. I wonder what the straddle is on this one, Dennis. Maybe you should sell the straddle on this one. <laughs> I've done that. Before. Or buy the straddle. Buy the straddle. Buy the straddle. It's actually yeah, been working there... for some of these stocks in the earnings season, but I don't know if it's going to work on this one. I bet you the straddle's expensive. Okay. So I'm going there quickly, trying to price it out for you. This obviously on Friday's close because we don't have a pre-market in the option. So based on Friday's close, the straddle was like <laughs> 28 bucks. Um, historic, not, not not cheap, Joel. That's over a ten percent move. Yeah, I actually four, would sell the straddle. I think fourteen on the up, fourteen on the down. Pretty so. much fourteen on the up, fourteen on the down. It's twenty eight dollars straddle. Yikes! 
Um, historically, it, as far as how the stock performs after earnings, 50-50. 50 percent higher, fifty percent lower. Um, though the down moves are much more pronounced than the uh, than the uh, up moves are. So it's so hard to make money buying options. Like you got to get the direction right, and then it's got to move so much. It's a tough gig being an option buyer. There's a reason, you know, that option sellers have worked for, made money for so Ooh, long. Ooh, thinking about it, it's on the right track. What if Zoom does something with the metaverse? Yeah, thinking about it, I, it that could be that, it. They need uh, some buzzwords in that call. Get metaverse. some buzzwords going. Metaverse, omniverse. Let's do it, Zoom. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that helps. The metaverse buzzwords help. We need buzzwords in the call, Zoom. Otherwise, Ooh, how, how about I got it right now? The Zoomverse. Okay. That that yeah, that could work. Yeah, why not? Well, we're, we're we're gonna have to be able to communicate in Let, the metaverse somehow. Why not? Let's get the market structure on yeah. Zoom from Tim. Let's bring him on. Let's let's okay. get Tim here. We're gonna right. see what it looks like. Let's see what the market structure looks like on Zoom. Okay. Market structure Mondays. There's Tim Klaus. What's up, sir? How we doing? Good, good to see you. Well, I ducked in just in time, didn't I? I heard. Well, that. no, no, I, w- I waited for you, Tim. I waited for you. I wasn't going to go to you when you weren't here. Don't worry. Are those well, NFTs behind you? Printed NFTs? They, they are. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're printed NFTs. You got one of leaves. What are those? What are those? They, well, I'm so I'm sitting at the uh, Zero George Hotel in in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, oh wait, what hotel are you at? You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Zero George. Do you know Zero George? Is that, so- is that the one right there in Charleston Square? Right downtown? Is it the big one that has the ball and everything in it? No, or not? That, that I think you're thinking of Marion Square, and there are two great hotels there. Yeah, too, the Bennett, yeah, yeah, the Bennett and the Marion Francis. Marion Francis, of course, being uh, the the fellow who the the character that Mel Gibson plays in The Patriot is based on Mer- the Swamp Fox. But Zero George is uh, in the Ansonboro uh, district, which is. It's quieter, you know, more residential. It's an eight. This building is from 1804 uh, here behind me, and it's just lovely. It's I highly recommend Zero George. Great place to go. Wow. Nothing to do with with uh, hashtag no, market structure Monday. Anything, but... um, yeah, okay, so let, let's just let's just start with Zoom. We were just talking about yeah. Zoom because they were sure. things tonight. Um, yeah. Can you give us a look at, at that at that market structure right now? Yeah. Let's yeah. let's have a let's have a look here. Um, and I want to ask you also about the short, the short week because okay, right, right, yeah, that's it's uh, it, it's important for folks to know what's occurring right now, including the short week, uh, new options trading, uh, how institutions and traders will think about that, what the money indicated last week during options wow. expirations might happen. All of that stuff's very telling. Uh, so uh, let me get rid of get rid of Fort Moultrie there. That is interesting though, Fort Moultrie. It's a uh, it's uh, it's it's it was like trading last week. So Fort Moultrie is is in on June 28th, 1776. The British showed up to attack Charleston and the, the Patriots hastily threw up some palmetto logs and leaves and so on, which is how the, the palm as South Carolina became the palmetto state. 
and the British opened fire, kind of like traders did last week during options expirations. And those cannonballs stuck in the soft palmetto wood and leaves. And the, so that our side went down and retrieved them and lobbed them back at the British and, and sank two of their frigates and grounded two others and they left. So that was our first victory in the uh, Revolutionary War, believe it or not. So, uh, okay, now let's yeah, go. Uh, history uh, lesson, and Andy's going to give us the market structure. <laughs> we get everything from <laughs> history. history. There you go. It's where, uh, um, it's where the Revolutionary War ended and the Civil War began. It is. That is that is exactly right, Joel. It Joel is. Knows it, everything, Joel. And and yes. that is a great point because Fort Moultrie is on the the peninsula and Fort Sumter is right in the water. Oh, Fort, right gotta go to it. Fort Sumter. Gotta go there to Fort go. Sumter. Sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. Okay. So so Zoom. looking at Zoom. Yeah. Uh, you know there. So there's good and bad here for Zoom. The oh, the, we want to uh, hear the good. So the good news is demand is rising. So if you oh. look at the top graph, so here's the demand trend. Uh, so, so that's good news. If demand is rising, that's a plus. The, the trouble is supply is rising as well. So the trend, the 30-day trend for short volume is up. And, and you see this little jump above uh, the, supply, the supply trend. Um, that's not great unless there is a surge. And there could be. This is a coin flip. This is not the perfect setup. I would prefer a diverge. You know, I'd, I'd like to see sentiment like this. You know, where, where you have a, a, a demand sentiment rising and short volume well below trend. That's the kind of thing that will give you a lift almost every time. And notice that it did. Uh, so we don't have the same condition here, but it beats it beats a, a converging supply and demand, where demand is falling and supply is rising. I would say. Uh, with with uh, the the reaction from the market coming on Counterparty Tuesday when banks threw up books, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. You're taking a lot of risk, but there are a couple of things working for you. Okay, so so that's Zoom. So that yep. that's 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 not bad. That's not, not bad. bad. Not great. That, that's that's not bad. That's the we're, best thing I've heard about Zoom in in quite some time. So yeah, mixed. Mixed. Right. Okay. Yes. Some. Yeah. Some to hang your head on here. I wouldn't do it. You know that okay. if you know I would I wouldn't trade that. It's not good enough for me, particularly given the context. Yeah. You know, a yeah. Wednesday short day of trading. Uh, institutions are not going to make big changes here. They're heavily hedged. We can see that. They're hedged long. That's the good news. Uh, but then, then right after Thanksgiving, you're going to get the T plus two window for everybody to get to get set for. December. So because that'll be Friday the 26th and then we have the 29th and 30th. That's T plus two trade day plus two. And there are options and futures that expire on November 30. So during this window, uh, while stocks have historically done well around Thanksgiving, you have to realize that uh, it's not the time to make some big commitment to a position. This is where you want to have, you know, if you have your higher risk trades, you want to make sure the probabilities are stacked in your favor uh, because speculators will be out in force. They're the ones who will dominate during this period. And if you can find where they're going, you can you can make money. That's interesting. Um, I think a lot of us have seen the stats that uh, mm-hmm. if not you've seen them maybe this morning, but because there's a lot of articles out this morning, stocks is historically tend to perform well this week right the right. week of thanksgiving um yep. is there any market structure reason for that you think or not really well i think it's that i think it, particularly over the last let's call it decade where uh where the market reflects the rules of uh regulation national market system meaning uh uh that that it's easier to bias the market toward the bid or the offer with more intermediation and so if you're if you're into the last week of November and you're setting up for what's going to happen in December, where you want to be positioned to end the year, uh, there's you're unlikely to run into any giant whales in the water. So if you're a good trader, it's a great time for the market to move and you can move the market. So you add that together with coming right out of an options expirations period for November and then the interruption of Thanksgiving, then the end of the month. There's an opportunity to exploit supply demand imbalances, and I think that that's why it tends to work well. Uh, and so that's that's what you would want to do. 
uh, that's what you'd want to take advantage of. And if I look at the data, well, where is it, right? Where's the money going? I can tell you broadly what happened last week during options expirations. Hedge funds were the lead uh, behavior, active hedge funds. Uh, we could see there, there was a, that part of the market was up 9% in small caps, the Russell 2000. Uh, it was up a, about 8% in the S&P 500. And short volume dropped to close to 42%, which is, which is an epic low, believe it or not. It tends to average 44 to 45%. So that tells us that hedge funds are set up for a pretty strong start to December. And so then they're going to concentrate on pieces of the market where they can move things best. Notice, notice this, that the Benzinga November 22, that's today, portfolio, it has exactly what we want. Demand rising, supply falling. So I'm isolating some things where I think that that can happen. You know, where's the money going to go? Well, uh, uh, you know, like uh, uh, synaptics. Here's a great example of a stock that could do well in the next few days. It's not that I want to buy 10s, but just look at this. This is beautiful. So it's been a 10 and supply now is plunging. Well, that's the kind of stock that could move four, five, six, eight percent in a very short space. I'm not saying it will. You never know when those things are going to end. But that's the kind of stuff this data tells us. OK, hedge funds like that. Uh, we look at it's uh, telling me market makers don't like that, too. When you start seeing supply start to like fall off a cliff like that and the stock chart exactly. is just straight up here. It's like right. market makers like we'll lay off on this one a little bit here because we're getting run over on the sell side. So exactly. Yep. Yep, I agree. So there's an opportunity there. I think the FANG, surprisingly to me, I would not have expected it look pretty good. Here's Shopify that's been, you know, pretty. it's a volatile stock. It, yeah. It's one of those stocks that can move on you very suddenly. Uh, but if I look at this, it's, it's, there's clearly excess demand. And there's been a downtick in supply. Supply is pretty high. That's what makes Shopify very volatile. Uh, but I'd look at that and say Shopify could go higher uh, into Thanksgiving. I look at, uh, if, uh, you know, if I were to pick the best of that lot, it's not going to give you big gains. But Google, the non-voting shares, Goog, uh, look pretty good. And it's because demand is level and supply is falling. That's the kind of thing that tells me that that maybe bigger money wants to park in that through Thanksgiving. And and so, hey, a little we'll bit take of a safety trade there. Exactly. Yeah. Same with Pepsi. If you look at Pepsi, uh, you know, this is not a stock that's going to produce gains, but because it spends so much time at five. But I look at this again and say, well, demands at five supply just plunged way below the trend. Well, once again, I think money's going to park there over Thanksgiving. Well, we could, too. Right. If you can do a little better than cash in a volatile market, maybe that's where you want some of your resources. Uh, how about Tesla? I'm, I'm yeah. not saying, you know, we talked about Tesla last time and we said, okay, the demand was falling, but so did supply. So probably Tesla was going to be fine. And sure enough, it was. Uh, and now you have supply beginning to rise, demand still below trend. Again, this is not the kind of thing that produces an off to the races run. But if you backed up here uh, to August, it, it actually was a nice beginning. It was, you know, supply fell demand rose and the stock was a very nice stock to trade could that be occurring again it's possible so there's some very good ideas as we uh as we head into thanksgiving can i throw a new one at you or you know yeah. I, um sure. I, I just be curious to see where like macy's or kohl's looks like now right after, okay yeah yeah after just a vicious a, friday like how yeah. quickly does your data respond there to a go. move like a, a complete reversal move in the case of Kohl's where it breaks out on earnings, closes strong, and then just they pull the rug right out from it the next day and then goes weak. How quickly does your data respond to that? Well, uh, it, sentiment is meant to give you a rolling average. Right. So it's not going to dramatically shift to that. In fact, it would, I'd look at, at Macy's and say, Macy's is a good stock to own yet. The, the full effect, the full Jana Partners effect, that's an activist fund. And I'll say again, Macy's is a customer of ours on the on the corporate side, and we warned them about that. We could see that in the data that there was uh, activist risk. That's still a good stock to own because look what happened to supply. The reason that happened to Macy's and Kohl's and a number of others was triple witching. It's options. If you've got That's if you just point. levered into options, you're gonna you are going to. It's almost like exercising an options. It, you know, if I if I'm an insider and I exercise uh, uh, options, I will round turn it. 
So I get to buy it at a steeply discounted price and I do it in one turn. And I sell it at the same time through an agent. Uh, you know, like E-Trade did that for a lot of corporations. That's who served us when I was uh, an insider at a, at a company. Uh, so we would round turn our stuff. Well, then they dump it. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's what happens in these situations. It's why we advise companies don't report results on uh, when options expire because you're going to destroy things. It's far huh. better to be on the other side where there's higher risk, less time decay. Why not report after expirations so that you don't put your holders, shareholders at risk? Oops, sorry. I've got background noise here. <laughs> that's and, fine. And, there's, and there's almost nothing I can do about it, so I'm going to have to walk with you. That's no, okay. That's, that's, that's okay. Great. We kind of like the background noise. It was relaxing. I need something to relax me in the morning. That's great. Oh, <laughs> I like oh, the walk around just, the just, just, This is awesome. I was just rescued. Uh, <clears throat> dude, what do you got? A okay, little, uh, I'm back. Five bedroom We're suite. Yeah, it's not even. Oh yeah, it's, uh, around. Oh, back to the leaves. It's it's a fabulous place. Yeah, I've got a good brand out here, and the, it's really. Charleston the, Place was the place I that I was thinking of. Charleston Place rescue. was the hotel. Okay. I'm gonna give you two more here, Tim. And the chat wants okay. to know about Coinbase. It's obviously a widely yep. traded stock. It's a stock that had an impressive October. And it's kind of cooled off here in the last week or two. So is this a cooling period to start to reload on our Coinbase? Same thing with, I mean, this tracks Bitcoin so closely. So obviously when you're looking yep. at Coinbase, it's going to probably mimic the chart of Bitcoin as well. But um, COIN, what are, what are you, what, what's your system saying about that? Yep. One? Just wanted to look quickly at, at coal. There's coals, by the way. So okay. coals had steeply falling oh. demand oh. off of a very high level of supply, but that's already reversing too. This is the kind of thing that could get a pop. The other side of options expirations okay. for coals. So keep that in mind. That's the that tells us that it, the chart tells us people bought or uh, bought or rolled calls. So with the new series trading today, there could be excess demand. And oh, uh, we lost them. Oh no, they cut them off at the uh -oh. hotel. He was bouncing around too much. That's no good. Uh... <laughs> All right. We're just going to get to Coinbase. If we can get Tim back, we can get Tim back. I'll do my oh, level on Coinbase. Back. He's back. He's oh, back. yes. Excellent. Okay, am I back? Yeah, I lost, I lost my connection there for a bit. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You're good. It's actually been a good connection. Coinbase. <clears throat> okay, here we go. No, he's just going to get – but we can see it. Yeah, At least so we can Coinbase see it. Coinbase has been fabulous. Okay, and notice, it. once again, important lesson. <clears throat> okay, good. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. No? Not really? Yes. Not yes. here? Okay. So – Quick lesson, traders. This is why if you have a 10 into, you know, if you got 10 out of 10 demand into options expirations, sometimes that's a good reason to take your gains because strategies change at options expirations. But this isn't bad. So it's reverted to five and supply is beginning to fall below trend. That's a stock that could post additional gains and might see a surge in demand into Thanksgiving. It's possible again. I'm not saying again that it will, but those are the kind of conditions that are very high probability predictable outcomes that we have seen. I like the Coinbase chart here. It's above 320. So as long as it stays above 320, I kind of like this pullback as another reload opportunity. I have no position in it, yep. but I kind of like the setup. Yep, I agree. Yeah. And then uh, the last one, Upstart, which is actually Upstart. turned from bliss to piss, it seems like. And I can say that because uh, I, they, they passed that one, that swear word. But uh, UPST was loved in August, <laughs> loved in September, loved so much in October that CNBC had the guest on there and they didn't even know what they did, but he was fully loaded on. And now you've seen the stock get halved in basically a month. Is there an opportunity here to buy the dip in UPST, or has this just gotten too ugly that you just stay away until the, the dust settles? It's, it, I think there could be a return of opportunity. You can see what happened. Uh, and Upstart was one of the stocks we highlighted as well because it was spending a lot of time at 10. We can isolate for that. And so... The, this whole time at 10 with short volume way below trend, that's what gives you a big run. When that ends and supply is well above trend and demand falls, that's probably the end of the run. It did get a little bit of a boost right at October options expirations, but then it ended into the end of October. Here we have demand that is staying below five. The good news, the good news is look what has happened to the supply side. That suggests to me that today people will bet long on options. They will be buying call options because the counterparties, the big brokers have covered shorts. So it's possible, but it's higher risk than it was before. 
Imquas joins us every single Monday for Market Structure Mondays. Market Structure Edge is his platform. The link to sign up is on the screen. It's in the description. They've got good data. Check it out. It's him. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great Turkey Day. Thank you. You guys, too. Tune in. Dennis will be working on Thursday morning from 8 to 9. And then they work. Okay. All right. Well, there's going to be no show. And just to be absolutely clear, because there was a question in the chat, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, normal days in the U.S., normal days for us. Thursday, U.S. markets are closed. Stock market, bond market, everything closed on Thursday. Friday in the U.S. is a half day for the stock market. It closes at, what, 1 o'clock? Yes. Yeah. So the stock market is open in the U.S. on Friday from 9.30 to 1. Um, and then closes at 1. And then and we have no show on Friday, correct? You might have a show. I don't know if we're having a show. No, Spencer, you can have your vacation. Go to Jersey. You'll be with your family. Me, me and Mitch can handle it. Okay, maybe we'll do a show, Joel and Mitch. Dennis, and, Dennis will be out. I'll you could call out. me on my cell phone if you want. Spencer says that we, we've missed a show. Yeah, we have, we have missed a show. When? I don't know when, Joel. A lot of years ago. We I'm don't miss a lot you, of shows. I don't think we missed one since like 2012, 2013. We are the longest running financial podcast <laughs> we missed in the show world. Too, no, we, no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. I don't remember. We did because I remember being in the office and I was like twiddling my thumbs and I didn't know what to do, what to do with my hour. But uh, we've missed like one show. I think it was like 2018 when we missed the show. Anyway, uh, it's yeah. age 54 here. We'll do some ticker time. Drop your tickers in the chat. Somebody asked about Best Buy. He may have been asking for Tim, but we can look at BBY as well. Um, heading into Black Friday. I don't know. Yeah, I was long it over the weekend. I actually sold it in the pre-market uh, just uh, before the show started. So I like being long. <laughs> the stocks that are going to report, it's going to report tomorrow night. We know that um, Tuesday night. And obviously, you know, you're into Black Friday, which is typically good for retailers as well. So um, it could have a strong day into it. It's breaking out. Does yep. it have resistance at 140? I would think so. But again, when the stocks are making new, and I believe this is actually new all-time high for Best Buy, impressive yep. as that is, yep. um, you, you start going to the whole number. So you go 140, 145, 150. That's what you do when you don't have like any numbers that hasn't traded there before. You think about where is the optionality at. So the next logical point would be 140. So I think it could hit 140 even before the report. Okay. Yeah, one thirty-seven fifty-seven. That was your high. That was your all-time high. We're trading right. We traded above it. So if that's your number. See how it reacts there. If not, uh, keep going. If you want to try and buy it on a dip, and maybe look at the close one thirty-six thirteen. But uh, opening right into Friday's high, which is the all-time high. Uh, somebody wants us to look at EA Electronic Arts. Sort of at the low end of this range now. Been getting beat, man. I think this Activision Blizzard stuff has rolled into all the gamers. I feel like ATVI just makes new lows every day and is now absolutely hated. Um, at a certain point in time, I would be a buyer of Activision Blizzard, but I don't know. It's like there's so much other stuff happening there right now. I'm waiting for the dust settle there, too. I don't want to get penned. Um, but, and yeah, I used it as a verb. Uh, EA, you got support uh, down to 125. It's just a, just a accordion nowhere. chart here, Joel. Yeah. Yeah, like we've been between 125 and 145, it seems like forever. Yeah. So, and it's, I don't know. I it, guess you keep playing that range. It goes down to 125. It pops up from there and 145. There's so many ugly charts. We need some good-looking charts. I mean, that's the problem. This market's at all-time highs, and I'm like, I keep looking at these charts, and none look that great. You start looking under, you know, under the hood here of this market, and you're like, it's being driven by the, the the big five again, and if you take those away, there's a lot of ugliness. All right, there appears. Uh, there, I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead, and then I'll. I'll go. Uh, you look. I mean, you know, see if you can get back half of the move. Maybe buy it on strength above 136. But you're just entering this zone here, you know, and it shot up through it three days in a row. I mean, just like, is this chart just going to turn around like it did here? Hard to just turn yeah, around. Yeah, just a kind of. Okay, go ahead, Spence. Not uh, much on that. Do one. not do not be surprised if if before the open we hear something from the White House about the Fed, about Jerome Powell. Um, oh, why you hear something besides political? I mean, yeah, well, it's out there now. That's the thing. It's like is is you you, you like one one outlet reports it, and then they all compiling. Dennis, what would you do? So, what What do you think the market reaction would be if they pull pump and pop? I, I don't think it's a good thing. I honestly I don't think so just either. analyzing it, I don't think it's a good thing for 
for the markets. I don't like, think so either. Powell. The markets want free money forever, and they know what they have with Powell. They know that Powell will support the market no matter what. Yeah. And you have an I unknown agree. all of a sudden when you replace him. So I think the market sell. I think that maybe they get an initial little pop. Oh, and then they pull the rug out. How about this? So I'd be very concerned. I, 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 if, if they actually do get rid of Powell, and it sounds like we're going to get an imminent announcement there, I think, I think they eventually sell the market off on it. How about this? Yeah, I, I was going to say whatever the initial move is, Fade that it. will not, that will not be the truth. Probably not. Fade it. Whatever. If, if we drop, buy it. If you rip, sell it. Well, let's just buy the dip and sell the rip, which I mean, always work. <laughs> let's just th- let's just think about it from like the like the political standpoint, right? There's a you know the new administration. I mean, do they do they really want to take away the spike to the punch? But they got so many things going they on. Can't, they can't, Joel. They can't. Uh, but I, they I, can be a little less accommodating. I mean, every time this, think about even, you know, the navigation through the COVID crisis, how many, you know, times, you know, <laughs> you know this, this Fed, Powell, has been market dependent. You know, they say data dependent, but they were market dependent the whole time. They were just yeah. watching the markets and trying, you know, just keep the markets up, basically. And I, I don't know if this next Fed chairman's going to be as, as, as accommodating. So I'm very nervous about this. Yeah. I mean, this may well be the story of the day. You're at all time highs. Yeah, I'm. You know, maybe cute. this is like a opportunity if you're sitting at all time highs. What's Judy up, Shelton, Judy Shelton? That just came. Is that real? Or somebody's just posting something fake? Is that is real? It, is it real? Fed Chairman oh. Powell's out. Hold on a second. I'm trying to confirm if what I'm seeing is real. Judy uh, Shelton. That I just I I literally just looked on saw. I'm Twitter. looking too now. Now you got me going and searching. Yeah. I didn't even have any. I she wasn't even on my radar. I, I thought it was. I I, I don't know. Was... I think somebody's jumped the gun here. All I don't right, think we right. have confirmation okay, on okay. this I yet. Okay, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. We do, we um, don't have confirmation on this. No, yet. I do not. I very much have no confirmation no. on that. Look at look at look at that. Coming into the spy, so you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got we got to cancel some orders here. Yeah, yeah, it's coming in. It's starting to leak. Breaking oh news! No, 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 it's power. It, it's Powell. It's Powell. Yeah, I knew it. Powell. Of course. What is he talking about? We knew it. You pump, why would you pump, pull away? Pump away. Pump How away. could you pull away the punch bowl? I mean, come on. Let's go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pump and Powell back in. That Kool-Aid, Powell's baby. back. Uh, her the is a vice chair. pull is fully punched. Now, now do we get that initial pop? We got the initial pop. Is this going to be a rug pull here? They're like, oh no, we got free money for our inflation's gonna run rampant forever now. <laughs> you can Good. always find the bad news if you want. <laughs> Good thing I went to Costco this weekend and bought stuff to spike the punch bowl, man, because it's you gonna can always be... find bad news if you want to find bad news. Yeah, there it is. Uh, all right. Oh, hey, as a reminder, everyone, the next uh pre-market prep Saturday extravaganza is confirmed for December eleventh. The link is in the description. It's also pinned to the top of the chat. Sign up there. Um, hit the like button. Joel, I'll catch you later. Dennis, I'll catch yeah, you later. I just had excitement there. Pump and power's yeah, back, yeah, baby! Pow, baby! Choo-choo! You know, just be careful, though, because it could still be a rug pull here because you're going to have those people saying, whoa, though, he wasn't handling inflation very well and okay. probably not going to handle <laughs> inflation well going forward. So you can always find... That uh, we say the opposite of the, what's the opposite of silver lining? I don't Black know. cloud. No, sure, right. we'll go Black with that. Time. All right, no, all right. we got we got to stop after the the great prediction on the announcement. Okay, folks, right. I'll see you over pre market prep. Choo choo, everybody. Choo choo. Money train is is on today. All right, that'll be a wrap for our show. Live training with Benzinga going live right now, or at least in a couple minutes here. Probably around nine to five or so. Uh, Mitch, myself, Ryan's, you name. We got a lot to talk about here. Thanks to Tim Quast. Thanks to all of you in our chat. Hit the like button. You know what you do. I'm the likes we at two. Come on, two ninety one. Get me to three fifty, baby. Three fifty likes on today's show. Please remember all the information from our show meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. All right, that's a wrap. I will see you all over on our next show, live trading with Benzinga, and we'll have some fun through the open. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. 
All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.